It's 6 o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Traditional craftsmanship, timeless style. Online at BairdBrothers.com. News Radio 570, WKBN, Youngstown's News, Weather, and Talk Station. Here's what's happening in the Valley. Good afternoon, I'm Macy Jepson. 15-year-old Bresham Meadows sentenced to a year and a day in the Juvenile Justice Center. That sentence handed down today after she made a plea deal for a lesser charge of involuntary manslaughter for shooting and killing her father, Jonathan Meadows. His sister, Lena Cooper, says that Bresha and her mother lied to get out of more serious charges. My niece is an articulate, intelligent young lady. She skipped several grades in school. They know what they're doing. I mean, it's just basically getting away with murder. It really is. The teenager said that she fatally shot her father because he was abusive, but Cooper disputes that and wanted a full trial. A Niles man is under arrest for a murder in Pepper Pike, Ohio. Police say that 24-year-old Isaiah Lampkins of Solon was found shot at 1245 this morning. Police say they have a man in custody and charges are being filed. The suspect's name has not been released. The former mayor of Camel is in trouble with the law again. A lawsuit's been filed by the Ohio Attorney General claiming that George Krenos did not deliver home improvement services. Krenos is accused of taking money from consumers but failing to finish jobs or doing shoddy work. Krenos pleaded guilty earlier this year to charges of securities fraud and failure to pay and collect taxes by using his investment firm to defraud investors. Tom Moore reporting in the newsroom. A crash on I-680 northbound in Youngstown shut down both lanes of the freeway today. One person was taken to the hospital. And planes and helicopters will be over Columbiana County this week, dropping rabies vaccine baits. The potentially deadly virus was found earlier this year in a raccoon in Stark County. Officials say the oral vaccine baits are designed to attract raccoons, foxes, and coyotes. Rockstar Ted Nugent will perform at Packard Music Hall on August 23rd, and tickets go on sale Friday at 10 o'clock. And Richard Marks will be at Stambaugh Auditorium on September 24th. Tickets will be on sale Friday. From the insurance experts, our Kashmirian Associates News Center, I'm Macy Jepson on Youngstown Warren's only news radio, 570 WKBN. Fox News Radio, I'm Jane Metzler, declining to hand over documents. Former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn invoking his Fifth Amendment rights in response to a subpoena from a Senate committee. Fox's Jared Halpern has the latest live from Washington. Absent an assurance against unfair prosecution, attorneys for retired General Michael Flynn say they are declining a request for documents ordered through a subpoena from the Senate Intelligence Committee. Flynn's attorney set an escalating public frenzy against him and say any testimony provided could be used against him, invoking Fifth Amendment protections. The top Republican and Democrat on the Senate committee say they will vigorously pursue Flynn's testimony. The Senate Intel Committee is one of several looking into Russian interference and potential ties with Trump campaign officials. Jane. Thanks, Jared. He denied sharing classified information with Russia and denied mentioning Israel. President Trump today in Jerusalem during a joint appearance with Israeli leader Benjamin Netanyahu. The Prime Minister Netanyahu rushed to assure the press that everything was just fine and then the President decided he wanted to weigh in as well just as the press was being shooed out of this photo opportunity. I never mentioned the word or the name Israel. Never mentioned it during that conversation. They were all saying I did. 
So you had another story wrong. The president insists he did not tell Russia that the intelligence came from Israel, but that's not what was ever reported. The only thing that was ever reported was that the president shared some intelligence with Russia, and then it was later found out that that intelligence was developed by Israel. Fox's John Roberts traveling with the president, who also made a historic stop at the Western Wall. The president's 2018 budget proposal comes out tomorrow. The AP reports it includes cuts to Medicaid and federal employee pensions. And you're listening to Fox News Radio Fair and Balanced. Summer involves a lot of driving to camp, to work, to soccer, back home to grab what they forgot, and then back to soccer again. So wouldn't you like to know your car is up for it? Enter Hum by Verizon. Now you can check your car's health from your phone with vehicle diagnostics, drive with more peace of mind thanks to 24-7 emergency assistance, and let the kids stream and game on the go with your car's own Wi-Fi hotspot. Get Hum and get where you're going. Learn more at Hum.com. Verizon Wi-Fi available on HumX only. Data usage applies. Coverage not available everywhere. Visit VZW.com for availability. The people who design, engineer, and build Ford vehicles never rest, and neither do the specialists who service them. No one keeps those cars and trucks running or stopping better than them. After all, no one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Now get a $50 rebate by mail on any Motorcraft brake service when you use the Ford Service credit card. Subject to credit approval, taxes extra, rebate by prepaid debit card. Pads or shoes on most vehicles, one axle exclusions apply. See your participating Ford dealer for rebate details through 6 17 update at 6 30 just ahead more stimulating talk from the o'charlie's digital studios 9.99 menu nine great meals one great price o'charlie's first it's more great dance music at the fireplace friday may 26th with total package total package friday may 26th at the fireplace Cool your home this summer call massa heating in gerard your factory authorized bryant dealer now, the Storm Team 27 forecast. Scattered clouds this evening and overnight. Temperatures falling in the mid to upper 40s. Staying partly sunny for your Tuesday afternoon highs in the low 70s. With your Storm Team 27 forecast, I'm meteorologist Paul Wetzel. Currently 65. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. And sitting at microphone number two, the star of the show, J. Arnold. Hi. Oh, star now. Uh, yeah, uh, there you hi, go. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing well, and nice to see you. Nice it's to see you. 608 uh, as we get underway. Let's talk. You said to me prior to coming on, these are good days, right? I mean, when it, for your clients and for you. Explain, please. Well, it's... See here, the beauty of what's going on in the market, and this excludes... I want to say last Thursday, no, last Tuesday. The big drop day. Yeah. It's been a, a pretty steady eddy market. Not up, not down. Just and when it goes down, it goes down 40 to 80 points. And then when it goes up 40 to 80 points, that's Even easy Steven. to manage. Yeah, that's easy to manage. It's it's higher highs, higher gains. Um, believe it or not, people think that I love when the market goes up four or 500 points in one day or 300 points. I hate it because it's been... It's been really the case for the past eight years. The volatility's been the opposite way, too, to where it goes down minus 300, 400 on the next day or the next week, and 
it makes it impossible to manage money. And someone's paying you to manage money, it, and you say, "Man, it's kind of like it's kind of like rowing a rowboat with no rows, it, 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 or oars, I should say." I, uh, you know, I'm trapped. So mm-hmm. right now, things are good. I, I, I cherish it, it. When you say is it good, is it good because the sectors you're in make it easy? Well, sp- that's funny you say it. The sectors we we are in specifically are really pop today. Indust- industrials and in one. That I just got into last month, I was kind of looking like I was kind of looking like average on it. You know, what I mean? those was, are the ones I love best. I know. No, Which no. one? Which sector was, was XAR. that? XAR. It was aerospace and defense. Mm-hmm. So I got our clients in the aerospace and defense sector ETF because I felt like some kind of war action was imminent, and even if it wasn't, because of North Korea and stuff like that. Yeah, in the and, Middle East. The sleeper in that whole mix of no, he's talking about anymore is Iran, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm key. I think it could be Iran. So it's either going to be Iran, uh, Syria again, or obviously North Korea. Just the talk of that usually makes a sector go up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Trump put that, that deal together with the Saudis, and that was all for defense. And it sure enough, that ETF spiked 70, 75 cents today, which is pretty big on an ETF platform. And uh, and I'm looking like a stud again on it. But, man, as I, f- I thought for sure I'd hit a home run on that XAR and. It's just been doing really average for us. and uh, But today it was finally, out of the park. Finally it broke it out, yeah. You know what we call that visionary? That's because you're a visionary. No, be, yes, yeah. no, because it was mediocre, but you saw what would what yeah. would come ahead, right? I so, wish I could play that card. But I, no, the, uh, the truth is, is I, I thought, I, I bought that right, right after the North Korea, well, it seemed like, you know, we are on red alert. Well, you said alert. there was the instability why you bought it, right? Because yes. of North Korea and this kind of stuff, and it still exists. It, oh, it very much does, but... I, I guess what I'm saying is, is I expected something like that to pop, mm-hmm. and it didn't. And it was just like, come on now, I'm looking like a fool here. You got to save my ass. So, <laughs> they, and then no, I love those days, yeah, particularly if they are on Monday. Like, you want to hear? You want to hear something that uh, you love when I talk about my losses? Okay? I love it <clears throat> because so, it's honest. That's why it's honest. You know, I had another guy tell me the other day. He said, "I love the fact you're willing to say, you know, why I listen to your programs. You're willing to call it like you see it." <clears throat> and anybody, see, here's the thing. Anybody that tells you they don't have losses is a liar. And, and here's what I love about it. I, I know this guy always tells me, hey, I won this much money in, uh, you know, the scratch-offs or whatever yeah. at the lotto. I, and I said to him, well, why don't you tell me all the times you lose as opposed to just when you, you win once in a while. You don't have enough time for him to tell the times you lose. No, right? but you always tell me that. No, no, I'm, in, in all seriousness, so I thought I, so for the past 10 years, I've been making a ton of money on Under Armour. Yes. It was a, it was an absolute... Knock out of the park grand slam. One you love. That's yeah. a gun would go to eighty to one hundred and ten. Split on me. Buy it again at fifty. Keep doing it. I mean, it was like clockwork. Oh, you'd see it everywhere. Everybody loves Under Armour. Well, finally, you know, Amazon started to put retailers out of business. They uh, they're starting to lose some 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 revenue to some competitors. A lot of people are are imitating their clothing line. Well, it's finally caught up to them. So, <clears throat> I, so it backed down. And well, it, it, it was split, and then it backed down. I'm going to say into the mid 30s. Mm-hmm. I said, "Man, I got to get it. I got to get it." You know where it's at right now? High <laughs> 18s, 19s. <laughs> so it just goes to show you: you could have all the, you could have do all the research and all the study in the world, and look at the charts and make a value play. And sometimes you just suck. Now, here's the key question: mm-hmm. 
And I might use a term that might be over your head. It's called dollar cost averaging. I don't know if you've ever heard oh, of this. What is my name? Where am I right now? <laughs> you yes. might think you're sitting in a in a Dairy Queen with Warren Buffett right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, do, now, do you believe in dollar cost averaging? Of course, but on the way up. Do you know what that means? Now, hang on a second. If you bought it at thirty and it's down to eighteen, would you consider buying more? No, because you want to. There's a there's a term in our industry. Is is you never you never try to catch a falling knife. All right. <laughs> yes. So, what you want that thing to do <clears throat> is stabilize, build a base, and then start showing signs of what's called higher highs and higher lows. So, when it starts to go back up, starts to go back up, but you want it to form a base first. Meaning this: so, goes from thirty-one, let's say twenty-five to twenty-two to nineteen. Down, maybe bottoms at eighteen. Goes up to nineteen, back to eighteen, up to nineteen to eighteen, twenty-one back at the eighteen. So, it's starting to bottom. You start to see a floor. Which is an imaginary floor, but eighteen. But eighteen's your number, and then you, and then so what you're looking for at this next time is goes to twenty, and now backs down to nineteen. But next time it goes up, goes to twenty two, and now your new bottom's nineteen. So you're starting to see that the bulls are starting to take control of that stock. Um, that can that that particular stock is going because the retail volatility has gone. Gave me a lot of head fakes that way. To tell you the truth. Um, but normally, the, the percentages are in your favor if you play that game. And that, that's a racket that, for someone who's watching it every day like me and can afford to lose that money and know that you're, what you're getting into is uh, is very volatile. But you like the key is, you said, you watch it every day to see where it's going. Yeah. And you know what you're doing, so that's why you're watching Under Armour. But yeah, so you it thought it was a good buy at 30. Right. And, and some I people say you want to marry it at 18. Not the case. Mm-hmm. So... Um. Anyways, where I was going on the answer your question on dollar cost averaging, I do love dollar cost averaging. If you got the cash to dollar cost average, and two, if you know if you know how to dollar cost average right, if you let's say you bought it at fifty, and then you say, man, if I liked it at at fifty, I'm going to get engaged to it at thirty five. All right, and then it goes to eighteen. Well, you know, you you definitely want to say I do at at eighteen because mm-hmm. I mean you want to be attached to it forever. What you're doing there is you're just putting you're just putting bad good money after bad, meaning that you're just chasing that falling knife. You're 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 chasing a value play that continues to get deeper value on you, and it could end up destroying your portfolio. That's a lesson I learned the hard way when I first started my business. Mm-hmm. Is uh, in 2002, 2003 area when I really so when from 99 to like 2002, I just do the annuities and the mutual funds and. Basically, the the simple route. You were boring back then. Very boring. So, <laughs> I started in two thousand two. I said, I'm going to trade my hand at this the stocks and equities, which is fun. People, the clients loved it. I loved it, but needs to say sometimes you're wrong, and then the clients don't love it anymore. So, and neither do you. You you make the you make you know you make a promise to yourself, I'll never do that again. And sure enough, the next bull market, you're doing it all over again. <laughs> that's that's just how it goes. But um, you know what I would do is like. You see, um, I'm trying to think of one of the ones back there. Taser was a great one. Okay, back in 2002, Taser was the, was was an excellent stock to have because it was just going gangbuster. It was new. It was, it was a way for security to not, you know, for security forces not to kill somebody, but still mean, you know, retain them, etc. And they were just getting contracts all over the place. But they were also in the infant stages of also getting lawsuits. Mm-hmm. So the son of a gun would go up 40, 50 points, and he'd look like a hero. And then a month later, it would go down 20 points just based on speculation that the taser killed somebody and gave him a heart attack. And so me, you know, being a dumb young stockbroker, 
I'd buy, you know, we'd buy it at 70 and maybe, as I call clients, listen, if you liked it at 70, you got to love it at 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that makes sense to me. It does. But at the end, you know what doesn't make sense? It doesn't Mr. work. Mr. and Mrs. Client, you're down 25%. That doesn't make sense to them. So, you know, and people psychologically always remember their losses. They could care less about their gains. They always remember their losses. Right. They can make 20% a year, but they're always going to be pissed off that, you know, you lost 8% on a stock and... Or even like, here's the latest one for me. You know, I got a client that and they're fr- they're really good friends, and they they're jabbing me. But in every jab's a little bit of truth. Bottom bottom Amazon in the mid sixes. I put a stop loss in the high eights. Triggered goes to nine forty. So we missed about fifty points in gain. But we make it. We made a hell of a return in three months, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's you know he's jabbing me. Well, you know. We sold out of that. Why we sell out of that, et cetera. We, you know, we left money on the table. Well, if I had a fortune, you know, if pace could fly, they'd have wings. It was one of the things where I made my call. We made you money, made a lot of money. But it's just the It wasn't the money you made. It was the money that you could have made beyond exactly, that. Exactly. But and that's uh, that, that's that to me, isn't a guy that's, that's being a fair critic of the stock market. Oh, and he, he knows that. They, that's not even fair. In your people. defense... Yeah. And it kills me to say this. I think that's unfair criticism. Uh, I, it's unfair because it isn't. It isn't. They're paying you to do what you can't do it for their own. But you're not. You know, you're not psychic. You don't know where no, it's going to go. I agree. But you know what? What happens is I've I've learned my lesson the hard way so many times on not taking a big loss off the. Excuse me, a big gain off the table. Mm-hmm. And every if there's investment people listen to the show, they're stock jocks or equity guys like me. They're saying they're shaking their heads saying hell yes. We've learned that lesson the hard way so many times. You never, you just don't do it. You get a 20, 22% gain. You plug your damn stop loss in at 18%. And usually with a trailing stop at maybe 50, 50 cents. And you say, hallelujah, you know, okay. Worst case scenario, we lock in 18% gain. If it goes up, great. If it doesn't, I'm not going to apologize for a big gain. But you got a human on the other end of that trade too that says, you know, this is my money and we're paying you to do a service. And you left, you know, X amount of dollars on the table we could have made. At the end of the day, but if it would have went down, oh, that same if person went down. I look like a stud, right? That happened to me on Under Armour as well, right? But I mean, you got turned out to look like a stud. You so. got to look at it both ways. Are you still in uh, oil? So I'm in oil exploration. And how's that doing? <clears throat> Average. Right. When I, first, when I we thought first, I saw today it, where some oil it, prices were going up in it, parts of the, the country. At the beginning of the year, those those particular ETS oil exploration, natural gas exploration. Those were up like 12, 13%. Now they're down to like plus 2%. It's just a shift in the portfolio. Um, oil scares me right now. It really does. Why? The volatility, uh, the, the um, volatility, the unknown. Like you cannot get them, you cannot, for the life of you, get a handle on what oil is going to do, rhyme or reason, week to week. You cannot, you have no idea. Like you used to be able to kind of gauge it in the bush years. Because it kept going days, up. Yeah, but, well, not only that. Sometimes it would just. You remember the days of when during Bush it would be one hundred forty six dollars a barrel. Yes, I hated and then those days. Five months, I know you did. Especially five months later, it's back to eighty. No rhyme. You like it was trading kind of in a channel. But this particular crazy uh, oil segment, or oil market, it just will go up based on the color of the sky. It's a little bit gray today, yeah, or, or or tomorrow. Uh, OPEC says you know oversupplying the market. Down eight points a barrel. It's it's just manic. It's crazy. It's it's uh, all over the place. And it's a sector I wish it would stabilize. I really do. I know you love it going down. 
Love it. <laughs> yeah. We will always dis- we'll disagree to our grave on that one. Yes. But I, uh, <clears throat> I bet we won't disagree if you leave this st- uh, studio tonight and stop at that Shell station up there and fill up at $2. Oh, I'll disagree. No, you I'll won't. I'll disagree. I know what you're saying. <laughs> you're going to say thank say, you, Rod. I'll pay an extra $50 a month. No. Yeah. Well, you will, but I won't. I know you're you the exception to that, not no. the rule. Nope. No way. Really? I think you become the rare now. Because oh. I know... I know what that I know what's going on out there as far as the 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 oil business like the guys that work in those fields they need that margin of profit for them to maintain their jobs mm-hmm. and those are big money jobs mm-hmm. and uh when they can't, when oil companies can't make their margin natural gas companies they're laying off people and those people are potentially my clients so that's how I look at it now, when it went down to one day, John Arnold's our guest, Truth and Investing Show, the good, the bad, the ugly. Now, when you now when you were talking about when it went down at one day, it went down at one day. They said because of the 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 power structure was beginning to wonder whether or not Trump could get done his agenda because of all the stuff going on, you know, with the Russians and you know, would he be able to get the tax cuts and this kind of stuff? Isn't that still out there though? Now, you know, if it goes down three hundred points that day because they're worried about that, that really didn't go away. So why does it change? I mean, it doesn't make any sense it to does, me. It's for it's you know, it's big money manipulating it using the news manipulated. See, big money has to have something. That's what I try to get people to understand is, well, how can big money do this and how can big money do that? Or isn't that insider trading? No. If they can justify a reasoning for dropping something or making or inflating something, they could point to a chart or they can point to, to some kind of news source that says, well, based on this and this, you know, we shorted this stock because of this, this, and this. What's the SEC going to do then? It's, it's public news. Yeah, they might have got to it faster because they, they had the resources, but it's still public news. And they had the resources to drop it and pump and dump it. So, the, and, and that's why I follow, I follow what big money does. So I think all the news... No, hang on one second. Explain that. I, yeah, you've said that on uh, over the years on countless shows, which I'm intrigued by. And you always, because you say, in your opinion, big money manipulates the market. Absolutely. How do you follow that, or how do, uh, how do, where do you see that, or how do you follow that, you or how what? do you know? If we get a full show, what I'm going to do is bring in a point and figure technical analysis chart, so you, so I could show you face to face what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's going to be very hard to describe you over bring the radio. In, uh, many charts and simplify maybe, them. Maybe, maybe yeah. we'll bring it. We'll break it down to kindergarten. <laughs> right, but I mean, you know, where do you look to say, okay, this is big money? I mean, no, that's what I'm talking about. So I look at a point and figure chart that I'm pretty good at, and uh, it, it studies the bulls and the and the bears in the market. That's what it does. It gives me a better opportunity, supposedly, because I can't say it, it guarantee. I can't say guarantee it does. Because nothing's guaranteed, but in my opinion, strategically, I think I have better up on the market than a guy who's just a strictly a fundamental guy who follows the news and earnings per share. Technical analysis is literally measuring the bulls versus the bears in the market on any sector, on any index, on any equity. And they even do it on, uh, on uh, I want to say, puts and calls, but I don't do those anymore. So bottom line is... <clears throat> is this particular charting system, which has been around since, I'm going to say, the 60s, basically measures the volume of, of traders in the market that are bullish versus bearish. There are certain patterns that are formed that I know how to read. Mm-hmm. And that all technical analysis <laughs> And guys, you react to. Yeah, so when you hear something called a head and shoulders pattern, all right, that to me is what's called a bullish triangular pattern. 
I can go to a hundred, a hundred, uh, people clients and I tell them, what is a bullish triangular pattern? They're going to say, well, it's probably an instrument of some kind that you play. No. A bullish triangle. I pattern thought you were talking football note. because you love yeah. football. Well, you know what the irony of that is? These 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 charts look identical to a football chart. No wonder you love them. Yeah. So, and it's not. It's a very imperfect science. It's nothing perfect about it. But it's served it's you often, well over the years, yeah, has it not? Oftentimes it's wrong. But what what it's done is given me, I think, uh, a fun, uh, a completely objective reasoning for what I'm doing. For instance, like right now, I'm just going to make a call. I think you're looking at the last week to week and a half of, a, of, a, of our bull market. I think in mid-June, remember we said this, mid-June to maybe even the 10th day of June, you're going to see a 4 to 5% pullback in the market. Just based on my charts. Just looking at... Just looking at my charts. Yeah. Because you, you've said to me, you, you, you watch big money because that can control the market, right? And, and is this kind of what you're... Well, I'll give you the most fundamental example of what we're talking about. I've said this before. So you own a million shares. Dan Rivers owns a million shares of all the same stock. Mm-hmm. Let's call this stock XXX. John right? Arnold, Inc. Pornorama, long <laughs> all right? Triple X. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. So, so it's XXX, okay? You uh-huh. own a million shares. Let's say the thing is thinly traded, all right? Let's say it has, let's say it has 3 million shares on the market total volume. You own a million, Dan owns a million, uh, somebody else, whoever, let's say Raj Limbaugh owns 500,000. So there's 500,000 other shares somewhere in the market uh, owned by a guy like me. Maybe I got 25 shares, another guy got 100. Now let's say you three bond together and say, you know, let's make up some new story that, you know, a lawsuit is coming down the pike and we might, you know, get a fine, et cetera. And let's drop, let's short this stock. So I call you, you you call Dan, et cetera, and we all, we all come together and say, you know what, let's short this stock based on this news. You with me? No, I understand. If we have the volume of shares and the small guy doesn't, who's going to control the market? Right, the guy, the, the big It's boys. that simple. Listen, right. people forget what the, the stock market is. It's an auction. It's nothing more than that. It's a horse trading auction. Right, and the guy with the most guy, the most dollars at the horse trading auction is going to win every time if he wants. And to. that's why, that's why, in all reality, when you talk about that, that's something you have to watch day after day, basically hour after hour, right? Because when you see that happening, that's when you pull a plug yourself. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's one one of the factors that you can look when at. When a client comes to us, I try to give them something they can't do on their own. What I find is, what that, well, a normal person can't watch it like you do every day. Um, yeah, that's correct. I mean, they, they just don't. Well, if it's the work. same thing if, as if I like was working at the hospitals, uh, say an RN, how could I do technical analysis trading if my shift seven to three? Right. Can't do it. Right. You can't. So you have to are forced to do what's called fundamental trading, which sucks. So <laughs> it does. It straight up sucks. That's why you lost your ass in 2002. It does. It's why we love him when he's here. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. Yes. It just tongue in cheek. sucks. Yeah. Um, no, fundamental analysis, in my opinion, does suck. I think it's old hat news. You're, it's very manipulated. It's very biased. Um, you know, if, if, if the CEOs and the executives of these companies get paid on their earnings per, per share at the end of the year or a certain percentage of their share price higher than last year's, et cetera, or, or profitability, then 
they're going to do everything they can to manipulate that share price to, to represent them getting their bonus. Mm-hmm. So whether it's accounting, maybe taking, maybe hiding some losses uh, and forging them down the year. You know, bottom line is, what I guess where I'm going at is going for going at it is is you can really manipulate a stock's fundamentals if you really have the right team easily and not get caught. So fundamental analysis to me is dog crap. So I will go and well, you've learned over the years what to look at and what to watch exactly, and 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 you've also learned what works for you. Correct. Let's be realistic. We're going to be able to come back here, uh, Stephen. We got a few minutes after that. Okay, Stevie. Try to pay attention. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the John Arnold Truth and Investing Show. You asked too much. All right. On News Radio 570 WKVN. <laughs> we'll come back with uh, a little bit more here till we go to the tribe tonight. News Radio 570 WKVN. We'll be right back. This is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. It's 630. This is a Bloomberg Market Minute. Wall Street started the new week with an up session. The Dow Jones Industrials rose 90 points, or four-tenths percent, to 20,894. The Nasdaq closed 49 points higher, and the S&P 500 added 12 points. Robert Pulaski of J2Z Advisory told Bloomberg he has some concerns about the market. The risk is that we have policy inertia, Fed raising rates, earnings don't come through, and you have a U.S. market that is now expensive. Pulaski says under that scenario, the market would be full valued by any measure. Shares of Ford moved higher. The automaker announced the departure of CEO Mark Fields. He'll be succeeded by Jim Hackett, a turnaround specialist who has been overseeing Ford's moves into self-driving cars and ride-sharing. A big deal was announced in the chemicals industry. The Swiss company Clariant is acquiring the U.S. firm Huntsman in an all-stock transaction valued at nearly six and a half billion dollars. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg Radio. Fox News Radio, I'm Lisa Lissera. He's taking the fifth. Lawyers for former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn saying he will not testify or give documents to the Senate Intelligence Committee. In a letter to the committee chairs, Flynn's attorneys cite an escalating public frenzy against their client and invoke the Fifth Amendment's protection against self-incrimination. The Senate Intelligence Committee is one of several congressional panels looking into Russia's interference in the 2016 election. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. British police reporting an incident at the end of an Ariana Grande concert at Manchester Arena. No other details available. Ford getting a new CEO. After spending half his life at Ford, the 56-year-old CEO Mark Fields is out. Out in favor of a man described as a visionary. Former Steelcase Office Furniture CEO Jim Hackett who, by the way, is six years older than Fields. Fox's Jeff Flock, Fox News. We report, you decide. Our next update at 7. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. 9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. Financial. For your home or business, call Massa Heating and Gerard, your factory-authorized Bryant dealer. Now, the Storm Team 27 forecast. Scattered clouds this evening and overnight, temperatures falling in the mid to upper 40s, staying partly sunny for your Tuesday afternoon highs in the low 70s. With your Storm Team 27 forecast, I'm meteorologist Paul Wetzel. Currently 65.
Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. Now back to the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. News Radio 570 WKBN and Ron from John Arnold is here. It's the Monday Night Truth and Investing Show, abbreviated edition because of the tribe coming up on News Radio 570 WKBN. I just want to emphasize something because I get the emails and everything. A lot of people listen. I, you know, I am surprised, I got to tell you, how many people are investors out there. And they do it on their own, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, I always find it intriguing. When I'm on location, that kind of stuff, and people that kind of, for lack of a better term, folks eavesdrop to the, and some oh, agree yeah. with you and some disagree with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that, but that's always an interesting perspective on this kind of stuff. But you said, in your opinion, you could be right, you could be wrong. This Everybody is my, when I talk this about is my John opinion, Arnold yeah. disclaimer. You could be right, yeah. you could be wrong, like you say. But you think things are going to go down in Mid-June. June 10th, yeah. around June 10th, and around that June kind of 10th, stuff. I think you're going to see. A four or five percent pullback, strong pullback. Right, and just as a side note, you always see there's always the unknown of any type of terrorist thing, or who knows if anything comes to the Russian thing or something like that. That could hell, have... if you know, if they decide tomorrow to give me a Black Monday, like an '87 market crash, it could go to hell in a handbasket tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's always that. But I'm talking about just a real realistic downturn. A true or false? You're doing pretty good right now, and your clients are doing pretty good because you're in a pretty good mood when you come in that door right there. But, yeah, yeah, it is. I tell you, <laughs> I, I love it when you come I in wish and your we tail's had a dragging. Show. I have so much to talk about on that end. <laughs> no, but you you feel pretty good right now. I do. I mean, you Especially sat down. That, I mean, really, your clients I, I are was, doing good. I was, our, our sectors are really performing like right now. But the one I thought that was going to perform the best has really been dog crap for the past month. And I was like, man, come on. Yeah, I'm looking like an idiot here. I was serious. Like, I talked about how, like, what a great strategy this is going to aerospace and defense. And my clients were like, yeah, that does make sense, blah, blah, blah. And then here we fizzled out. It's been, it's been a dud. So finally, finally, thank God it hit. And now we can make a couple bucks on it. Where do you find John Arnold in the words of wisdom? Where, All right. Where? Give us a call if you want a free consultation. Uh, 330-965-9890. Absolutely no pressure. We're located right past Tippecanoe Road. Turn to the Star Center, take a left, last building on the left, and uh, look forward to talking to you and helping you. What's the phone number again? 330-965-9890. Let's go Tribes. And go Cavs. And Cavs.